Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. This is your host, as always, Brandon Allen, and I am excited to be healthy, to be ready to present another fantastic podcast for you this week. So I want to thank everyone for being here and listening. And today I want to talk a little bit about just balancing the just the pressure of doing well for ourselves, but also creating value and doing well for others. When you're a business owner, you are a value creation minded individual. And there's a lot of great that comes from that because if we don't create value, we don't make money. The downside to being a value creation-minded individual is that unfortunately, we don't always know how to turn off that value creation in a healthy way. And so it tends to make us people pleasers, people who lack healthy boundaries, or don't do well with planning. And when we become that person, we're someone who's always frustrated because things aren't working out the way we want them to. We get angry uh, at weird times. You know, when, when when you're frustrated all the time and you try to be cool about it, you hold it in, at some point in time, that anger is going to come out. And so if you're someone who stuffs feelings inside and frustration inside, Eventually, that frustration is going to rear its ugly head in a way that catch people off guard and is completely unexpected. And another byproduct of kind of working, you know, swinging too far on the value creation side is it can make us passive aggressive. We become uh, people who aren't clear about what we want when we want it. We we say weird things to people or we do weird things just to prove a point um, that doesn't really need to be proved. But, uh, you know, we do that with people because we're we're not taking the initiative to actually have a direct conversation with that particular person. And we've got to balance this out. I mean, when we're trying to help people, um, are we really trying to help them? Because a lot of times what happens is that our own egos get in the way. And instead of really being helpful and trying to serve people, we're, we're trying to make people happy so that we look good. And when we overcommit ourselves this way, we end up doing more harm than good because there's a very good chance that we're going to fall short in whatever it is that we're trying to, uh, you know, to create value for someone else in. So when I read a lot on work-life balance, the problem is, is that a lot of the work-life balance uh, information out there it centers around doing, like do this, don't do that, exercise more, blah, blah, blah. But the problem is, is if you're a people pleaser and you're overwhelmed, the last thing that you want is more shit to do. You probably already feel like I've got enough shit on my plate. I don't need someone suggesting more things for me to do. Work out more, eat better, sleep better, you know, whatever it is. Now, I'm not saying those things aren't important, but it can be very overwhelming if you're already in a state of overwhelm to have to try to incorporate these additional things into there. So I want to talk about uh, a little bit, 
how do we change the state of being that we have in work? How do we balance creating value for ourselves, which is important, in addition to creating balance and, and value for other people? And that is, I mean, that is the big challenge that we run into is, is how do we be great for ourselves, but great for others and not feel like a total selfish piece of crap when we're doing for others. But listen, if we don't do for ourselves, if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't be the best version of ourselves for other people. So the first thing that I want you to look at is I want you to look at your own calendar. Does your calendar reflect who you want to be? Or does it reflect things that maybe you wish they didn't reflect? Or does it shine the light on maybe some specific areas or issues that are likely getting in your way from being someone who's not only being a value creator for others, but being a value creator for yourself? What does your calendar show you? I had read a book called Simplicity with Henry Cloud recently, and he talked about, look, your schedule reflects not necessarily what you should get done, but who you want to become. And if I look at my own calendar and I'm being honest with myself, I recognize some things when I looked at my calendar that I wasn't super excited about. I recognize some shortcomings in my own calendar that was holding me back in my personal relationships. There was some adjustments that I needed to make in doing that. I think that can be a really powerful uh, process for you as well to dive into that and take a look at it. The second thing is, how do we become a person of boundaries? So rather than doing more, how do you do less? How do you start to create more white space in in what you're doing? How do you create those boundaries for other people? And this requires the hardest word for people to say to another human being, and that's no. How do you do that? But listen to this. If we don't create boundaries, the, the fallacy that we create for ourselves in this area is that uh, at some point in time, people are going to start looking out for our purpose for us rather than me looking out for my purpose for myself, which then when I'm looking out for that for myself, I'm looking out for other people. But the real, the reality is, is that people don't care about your purpose. They're, they're not rolling out the red carpet so that you can work in your purpose and they're not going to recognize that proactively. I've got to fight for that. And the only way that I could do that is by creating boundaries and Lao Tzu, who uh, is credited with uh, with writing the Tao Te Ching, uh, which is a really great book. If if it's it's a book you can read over and over again. It's it was one of my favorites in college. It's been one of my favorites ever since. But Lao Tzu says, "Care about people's approval, and you will be their prisoner." When we don't create boundaries, we're trying to manage other people's approval, and when we do that, we are their prisoner. I just talked with someone today. They've got a partnership with someone who's supposed to be doing certain things for them and not doing certain things and not expecting certain other things, but no one's creating boundaries and they're all a slave and a prisoner to that person's expectations because no one has the courage to draw their line, draw a line in the sand and say, hey, this is where this stops. We get so fearful of loss that we don't set healthy boundaries for people. That is a function of scarcity. It's scarcity. That is scarcity thinking. Abundance says, listen, I'm going to look out for my well-being while looking out for this relationship and set healthy boundaries. But if this person chooses to not play by the rules of the game that we've already set and they leave, it only opens the door for someone better to work with 
in the future. They're not recognizing all the opportunity cost that is lost by working with someone who is an energy sucker and a consumer, not someone who's a producer of value. Think about what that looks like when you create boundaries. You care about other people's approval and you will be their prisoner. The last thing is think about this. Not all activity is created equal. This is the people pleasers dilemma. This is the overachievers dilemma. This is the reactors dilemma. Everything is created equal in their mind. But there is a difference between saying that priorities are important and also being someone who recognizes what priorities really are and being a person of priorities. It's one thing to say, I have priorities, but the problem with a lot of people who say they have priorities and they're a people pleaser is that everything is a priority. They don't mention that, but that's what they think in their mind. Well, everything is important, but there is literally a hierarchy of important things in your life. Now, the things that are important to your life are going to be different than the things that are important to mine, but there is a hierarchy of how that looks for you. There are some things that are really, really important. There are other things not so important. I've got to make sure that I take the very important things and take time for that. And I think it was Dwight Eisenhower, someone who said that uh, the urgent things are never important and the important things are never urgent. And I think that's so true. That is something to think about because the urgent things are the things that end up taking the time and taking our life. But don't hesitate to be a person who creates white space and margin in their life. The way to creating more value for people isn't by doing more, it's actually by doing less. But again, when I'm in scarcity, I'm scared to death to do less because now I feel like I'm not as important. But it, not, what I do does not make me valuable. What, what you do doesn't make you valuable. Who you are makes you valuable. You're already valuable. So why cram hundreds and hundreds of things every single day into your schedule so that other people will be happy with your performance? Performance-based approval is a destructive appro- approval method. It doesn't work for our kids. It doesn't work for our employees. It doesn't work for any important relationship in our life, and it doesn't work for you. You are already valuable because of who you are. You are not valuable because of what you've done. And if this activity thing is really uh, hard for you, take an inventory on your give and take. And I'm not saying your give and take should be 50-50, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have seasons in your life or you can't have seasons in your life. I shouldn't say shouldn't. Um, But... Take a look at uh, and, and you know seasons in your life where you're going to maybe give more than you receive. That happens. It's okay. But take an inventory of how long this has been going on if you're out of balance here. If you feel like, hey, I'm giving out a whole lot, but I'm not receiving or I'm not doing the things that are important to me. Look at that balance of give and take. Are you someone who's always reactive and never proactive? Are you someone who's already always preactive and not reactive? I mean, there can be a balance swinging the other way as well. But take stock in that. How are you doing in that area? Really think about what it is that you're doing. When I have the white space for this, I can think about it in a healthy way. I can manage this and I can figure out why I'm doing this. If you're 
always working in a reactive state, people-pleasing, the best thing that you can do is stop what you're doing and think about why you're behaving this way. What is it? Is it a worthiness issue? Is it scarcity? Is it fear? What is getting in your way from setting some boundaries and setting some true priorities? Not not priorities that we just say they're priorities, but really setting priorities and living towards those priorities. Now, as you do this, the, the reality is, is that the resistance is real. You're going to encounter some real resistance. You're going to give someone a boundary and they're going to tell you to go F yourself and they're going to be pissed and they're going to walk away. And you're going to be like, oh man, see, this is why you don't set boundaries because then people reject you. But if people do that, so be it. If you can't give someone a healthy boundary in a relationship, it's no relationship at all. All you are is a transaction to that person and that is not a, that's not a hallmark of a winning relationship. When you start to be intentional, your mind will want to take you back to the safe place of being reactionary, feeling like I'm creating real value by doing more, cramming a lot of things. Your mind is going to want to revert back to your old habits of being, and it will want to play not to lose versus really playing to win uh, when it comes to your work and what you're doing. So don't hesitate to recognize when the resistance is coming and go back to that state of being and really think about what is really important, how am I doing with creating value, why am I agreeing or doing the things that I'm doing, is this really to create value for other people or is this my ego that's getting in the way of the situation? So I work. look, I work with a lot of business owners that really really have a hard time balancing these two things. Creating value for others, creating value for myself. How do we marry those two things together? Everyone's going to have a different answer of what this looks like, but take stock of what you're doing now. Do you feel like you're creating a good balance here? Are there areas where you're out of balance? Are you trying to do too much? Are you trying to do more for other people for unnecessary reasons? Uh, Take stock of that. Let me know how that's going. So again, I want to thank everyone for listening this week. Hey, if you know someone who really struggles with getting their arms wrapped around this particular topic, please share the show with them. If you like the show and you get a lot of value from it, do me a favor, go to iTunes and rate the show as well. So again, I want to thank you guys for listening this week. I've got some really great guests and some uh, topics coming up that I know you're going to really like a lot. So make sure you stay tuned and uh, tune into the next episode. Thank you again for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.